you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fantasy freaks and geeks. What's up? We welcome you to the NFL Fantasy Live podcast. James Coe here with you. Oh, my goodness, I am excited. I apologize to the Facebook Live folks. we got a little bit of a later start today, but it's all good. we got the magical beard yeah. fantasy himself. We've got Matt Franciscovich. What's up? Hey, man, I'm here. I liked your uh, latest piece on NFL.com. The riskiest fantasy. picks. The riskiest picks. Thank you very much. Risky business. You know. <laughs> a little risky business. I don't, uh, were you dancing in your underwear? Uh, yes. Okay, good. I'm just going to say, yeah. Yes, uh, why not? Let's it was a good time. It fits into your brand. Yeah, exactly. No pants. No pants. Hot uh, takes. <laughs> I got it all. Uh, we've got the whiz kid from Wisconsin soon going back to Scani. Yeah, tomorrow, uh, 5.20 in the morning, oh. my flight leaves from LAX. So I think I've come to the decision where I'm just going to stay up all night tonight to get to LAX in time. Let's think about this here. 5.20. you got to get there by 4.20. Oh, God, way nice. earlier than that. Are you kidding me? Nah, at that, it's, it's at that LAX. Time? I don't nah, know. But at that time of the morning, you I don't be know. Okay. I think you're good at four. I don't know. All right, let's say four. Not going to chance won't be it. Trapped. I'm going to get there at three thirty. <laughs> you know, it doesn't surprise you. You seem like one of those guys that would Look, get man, there two the, hours. Look, man, the only time I ever ran into an issue with almost <laughs> missing a flight in like the queue line and stuff was yeah. early in the morning. Granted, it wasn't <sighs> this early, but. It's LAX. That place is just a human hellscape, and I don't take chances there. I feel like Good you and, and Adam Rank would be the two guys in this podcast room that would get to LAX two hours before their flight time. You mean respectful and getting there See, early? There you yes. go. Yeah, I nailed it. I have to, I'm, gonna, I'm and, checking and a bag. Time to get a beer. <laughs> time to get a 4 a.m. beer. Well, they won't be open. That's the sad sadly. part is you, you won't be able to get a, uh, an airport beer. See, That's my thought process is, too, Good point. I'm going to stay, stay up all night to not have the chance of missing uh -huh. my alarm or accidentally, like, snoozing it and oh, then missing yeah. the flight. That would be. I'm a night owl anyways. I don't yeah, fall yeah, asleep yeah. until midnight, sometimes 1 a.m., like okay. last night. So yeah. risking <clears throat> falling asleep at midnight and trying right. to wake up at 3 to then get call. to the airport. Too Not risky. a good call. I like it. So I'm just going to pop a little coffee at like yeah. 11 o'clock. Okay. Of course you will. Of course <laughs> you will. We knew that was coming. <laughs> I'm sorry. You stay up all night without coffee? 
fits perfectly into your brand yeah, how, as well. How are you a night owl if you if you have to use coffee or Red Bull? <laughs> oh, burn. I'm going to just in, I'm insured. <laughs> I'm insuring my investment in this flight that I don't miss it. Sounds like fake news to me. All right. Got him wow. My guy, Marcus Grant. What's up, man? So I woke up this morning. Yeah. A little bit tired. Okay. A little bit dragging. And um, I, I cursed at my bunny rabbit because she was laying there on the carpet taking Aww. a nap. Oh, um, man. You know, she laid out and started going back to sleep. I'm like, screw you. Screw you. I got to get him to go to work. Mm. But I'm here, so let's do this. Let's do <laughs> the dang thing. We got the Fantasy Maverick himself. I love that shirt, man. Thank you. I Everybody do like can it. See it. It's a Blink One Eighty Two shirt. It's pretty. I had great. a kind of like because I was on it. Fantasy Live, so I had <laughs> to kind of cover it up a little bit. Yes. Like, you know what? I could probably rock this. Oh Why yeah. Not? Oh Facebook yeah. Facebook Live. Absolutely. Bulls. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm gonna you know? rock the <clears throat> out of this. Also, and, um, you know, sun sun's out, guns out. So. But well, let me ask you a question. So they don't serve beers at LAX at well, four in the morning? Oh, not, not that early. Oh, you can't you serve. You can't serve before six. Yeah. I don't think any of the places are open. So what I'll do? Oh my gosh. Is just I'll have to get loose. one at my layover in Houston. No, oh, just, just bring in the mini bottles. I also should say this, though. Go. I feel like we should amend these rules because okay. I, I think there are there are two places, or at least two places, yeah. where time does not apply. Mm-hmm. Vegas and airports. I agree. Yeah. Agreed. 100%. So, agree. like, so they should That's why the they have – it's like duty-free shops. Right. You know what I'm saying? I guess three. So New Orleans, too. New Orleans is kind what of – What about yeah, the right. Vegas airport? Then you're just like I oh, and in a course. time warp. Of oh, absolutely. That, that is the singularity. Yeah, they let you walk around with beers. You don't at have all to hours. Find to the bar. Oh, that's true. And uh, that's true. I don't know. The latest. The thing is, it's so weird because the latest you can fly back from Vegas is like ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. That's the latest you can fly back. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Because a lot of LA, yeah, because like Orange County won't let you land <clears> after. Or I've either had to drive back or take the hangover flight the next morning. <laughs> That's my. Those are my two options. I'm looking because I'm going to have to book a, a hangover flight. Okay. I've got a flight in New York. Yeah. But I have to fly back from Nevada. I see. Should we get into the you... show? This Sorry. Oh, you know what? Adam Thielen's a sleeper. Fine. <laughs> Fine. There's your fantasy <laughs> take for the next five minutes. There you go. <laughs> All right, listen, uh, so here's the deal. Today is part one of the Sleeper Spectacular. Uh, we are going to give you all the sleeper news that you can handle, man. We're going to give you <laughs> our two favorite sleepers this year. We're going to give you small school rookie sleepers as well. Is Zay Jones on that list? Is Adam Shaheen on that list? We're going to be talking about sleepers, sleepers, and more sleepers. Then we will allow... A few more entrants into the listener leagues. I don't think we've got – do we got one ready, Adam Rank? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) That was a confident – that was uh, not confident. We'll get her in. No, then we got two people. Okay. Okay. All right. I think we're ready. So we'll have those listener leagues announcements as well. We'll close out with a round of daily daps. But we start – Before we get to that, though, a reminder that while we're doing listener league submissions, you guys should sign up to play at NFL.com, too. yes, you should. Get that corpo plug in right away. Hey, listen, keep the game. I've had shadowy league figures coming in and out of this uh, podcast studio all episode. I don't know why, so. Why would you not download the NFL Fantasy Fantasy app? If you like us as humans, you will do us a solid and download. The NFL fantasy app. You don't even have to like us. You, some, can, you can hate. You can hate. Listen for all I care. Just, some, just listen. Some really nice upgrades this year. Great upgrades. Good upgrades. Uh, draft live for the app. Manage your team anytime, anywhere. 
Visit NFL.com slash fantasy. Get started for free today. It costs you nothing. Nothing. It costs you nothing. Zero. Well, I'm glad we canceled our small talk for that. <laughs> NFL.com <laughs> slash fan. You know, you're wearing your Blink-182 shirt. You feel – I, I get you, know, you. You know, you're starting to feel like, oh, look, I'm a rebel and I can – I'm not a rebel. You know – I went. I went just, to their. I went to their last out. show at Irvine Meadows, uh-huh. and it was a bunch of dudes like franchise's age, which was amazing. A bunch of twenty-year-olds. Okay, good. <laughs> Nobody could afford to. I'll to take that as a compliment. Absolutely. Franchise's Thank you. And at first, <laughs> shh, why ruin the narrative? Why do you have it to? It doesn't fit that? the narrative. All right, let's start your show with <laughs> with your top headlines. The camera highlights in the world of sports. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. This is the woo. I like turtles. We continue to follow breaking news. Don't watch the news because I'm a kid. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife. All right, we start with news out of Pittsburgh. Adam Schefter says Steelers running back Le'Veon Bell will report back to the team before the regular season kicks off, though it remains unclear exactly when per source. This is one of those news, non-news things, because while it's news that he's going to show up before the season begins, I think that was kind of sort of assumed, and the fact that we don't have an actual date on this bad boy is uh, not great either. Not great either. Uh, we will go to the Pittsburgh fan in the room. We go to Matt Franchise. Your takeaway on this. Yeah, so I wrote, actually put Bell as my uh, riskiest pick of the first round yesterday in the That's article right. we mentioned off the top because he is not with the team in training camp, getting reps, getting that football live action conditioning, which matters when it comes to real games. He's training on his own. Well, it's a good thing he does not have an injury history as That's oh. also, <laughs> also uh, That's also a factor. <laughs> Wait a second. Uh, but uh, he's not with his team. He's not getting those reps. He's not getting that timing down with his, his new offense. You know, everyone's right. like, yeah, it was the same team. He knows the offense. It's different players every year. Did yeah, he miss training camp last year when he was suspended? No. No, he, to training no, camp. no he, he was go to training camp. camp. And the Steelers, and I believe the Steelers GM spoke out and said, look, he's not with the team. We're upset about it. Uh, Mike Tomlin said we need him here yesterday. Right. And it's a problem. Yeah, I agree. But I- it's good news that he'll be back if he doesn't, get back with the team by week one he doesn't get paid that's I assume right. he wants to get paid that's what it is because he is going to get a pretty husky contract too yeah it's 12, 12 million dollars something oh, yeah. like seven hundred thousand dollars a week they should pull the antonio gates with him what's, what's the that antonio? a couple couple of years ago it was back in 2005 this is how old antonio gates is this yeah. goes back to 2005. <laughs> he was in a contract dispute with the chargers that's right he was getting so paid like aj smith nothing. suspended him it, like put some put him into some protocol where he was required to miss the first game of the season. First game of the season was against the Cowboys. The Chargers lost because Drew Brees went 0 for 4. Was it Drew Brees or was it Phillip? It might have been Phil by this time. Yeah. But Phil. it was close. No, because, wait, I guess it might have been Rivers' first start then. But you're like, yeah, that could have. Antonio Gates in the seven. Might have helped. Inside the seven yard line might have helped. Maybe! I, yes. I feel like any time. You have ended, you have landed yourself in a scenario where you're being compared at all to AJ Smith. Probably, yeah, probably not a good thing. Probably a good call. But still, at the same time, no, I, I, I feel like it's been relatively, given the fact that it's you know they're they're at a contract you know quote unquote impasse. I, I feel like it's been pretty cordial between 
the two camps of Le'Veon Bell in management. So I don't know. I still have high hopes. I don't think it's going to be too bad. Hopefully he's been staying in shape on his own away from the team, but we shall see. I'm just glad he's coming back. We know for sure he's coming back before the season. Like, yeah, he was. Yeah. Set to, he could have lost a lot of money, but he also could have had a lot more leverage. Uh, That's true. They don't have the depth behind him. So that helps, but it's still – I would like to see him come back sooner rather than right. later because we have seen a lot – Throughout the history of the league, these guys that aren't practicing with the team coming back, going hard, and immediately getting like a soft tissue injury like a groin or hammy or I mean, hell, we're seeing that now because, you know, it's like there's very little practice time before preseason games. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's been crazy how many um, significant injuries we've seen already in the preseason. All right, another running back, Ezekiel Elliott. He's officially filed his appeal. It's going to be heard August 29th, just days before the start of the regular season. Meanwhile, Darren McFadden is getting reps with the first team, reportedly. So what do we make of this news? We start with you, MG, my guy, Marcus Graham. Um, I mean, right now it is what it is. I mean, the, the news is we wait and we see what happens with this whole thing. Um, I'll be interested. I, I, mean, I really don't know what else to it add. It's a tough call. The, the appeal <laughs> happens just days before the season starts, and it's it's in the realm of possibility that if it does not go Zeke's way, and it doesn't sound like it's going to, but if it doesn't go his way, that he will then appeal with a federal court, and if he does that, he could ask for a stay in terms of the punishment, meaning that he could potentially, um, again, a lot of moving parts here, but he could uh, potentially play the beginning part of the season. Um, but, again, it, it's just it's one of those things, as you mentioned, Marcus, it, you got to wait and see. But a lot of different things could be happening here. But it's also uh, August 26th is going to be a huge day for fantasy football drafts. Because mm -hmm. I think that's like it's that it's the weekend of the third preseason game, which means nobody's going into the fourth. Right. Not a lot of people like to draft during Memorial Day or Labor Day weekend. That's a good yeah. point. People are traveling. So it's big. And, like, a lot of people have that kind of anxiety of what to do with them. And the most interesting development to me – is that if you're in a let's say ten team draft? Okay. If you're in spot two nine, yeah. So right before the turn, sure. you cannot let you cannot let the guy who has the first pick or guy or girl mm -hmm. who takes David Johnson. Oh my goodness! You cannot let that <laughs> let person that guy get Zeke. Take Zeke because <laughs> what? Because like especially if you do it next weekend and That's you don't a great know. Point. And Zeke does the Tom Brady, and it's the stay is delayed for a year you know what i mean and you get a full season of zeke somebody will have taken david johnson ezekiel like it's yeah it ties your hand so if you are a responsible drafter you cannot let that happen because it it happened last year because i was sitting in that turn and somebody let me get antonio brown and Le'Veon bell hello and it was game I, over and if marcus Mariota hadn't broken his leg it would have been over okay there you go <laughs> Uh, a little bit of interesting news there, right? The, the fact that Darren McFadden uh, is getting the first. We were assuming that he'd be in the first team, but, you know, again, it's just kind of more confirmation there. All right, Leonard Fournette has got some foot issues. He's going to be missing the Jaguars' second preseason game. Level of concern, Adam Rank. Oh, I'm not concerned at all. It's not like he missed a bunch of time with this foot injury last year. It's not like Darius Geis <laughs> showed up in Baton Rouge and did about the exact <clears throat> damn thing okay. that Fournette did. So why would anybody be concerned about this at all? And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple <laughs> minutes from the beach. Nice. <laughs> um, Leonard Fournette, Fournette missed four this games. This is this is bad. Due to ankle. This and is foot not injuries. cool. I, I am not a big fan, and it's and it sucks because this has been quite the. Quite the roller coaster ride that I've had with Fournette because at first I had the concerns like, mm -hmm. 
he was injured, and of course, Geis was so good, and you're like, eh, like system running back, I'm out. And then it was like, well, we're going to run the ball 300 times. We're never going to let Big Bortles pass. And I'm like, yeah. I'm back in. Yes. Yeah. And then he gets hurt. I'm like, I'm out again. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what to do. So I look at the price tag, yeah. and I'm – He's going somewhere in the top 20. I'm going to allow other people to uh, take care of that. I would actually rather have Zeke at this point and be like, you know what? Uh, there's a there's a chance for that commitment. <laughs> Leonard, Fournette, Leonard Fournette, Marshawn Lynch, who you got? Oh, oh, Similar Marsh- price tags. I would go Marshawn. Okay. I'd go Marshawn. Yeah. Wow. I, I just feel better about the offensive line. The offense the offensive is still better yeah, team as, a, as a whole. Yeah. He's going to get 12, 13, uh, I think 13 touchdowns. 13 touchdowns? Yeah, you know. Yeah, why not? Like, wow. Okay. Uh, what does that go? Like, what? What do you mean? Like, that's is what, Guy Ferrari his personal chef now? <laughs> why, why, why did they do that? Was it because of uh, Marshawn's new soul food joint in, in Oh, uh, Probably. Probably? He might have ended up on Triple D. Yeah. Oh, nice. I like it. I like that a lot. Uh, let's talk about uh, a wide receiver we all love, Allen Robinson. Let's talk a little bit about this Allen Robinson video that is making the rounds on the interwebs, man. It was a joint practice, Jags and Bucks. Bortles throws to A-Rob, misses him over the top, <laughs> and A-Rob on his way back to the huddle Not butters, him. keep that S in bounds, bro. When you heard, and there was just so much frustration in his voice. We're not even into the regular season yet, man. Um, the reason I bring this up is because because of that frustration, because it's so early on, because of all the negative reports surrounding Blake Bortles. What was your reaction to that, Alex Gilhart? I mean, this is Bortles. We know who <laughs> he is. He leads the league in turnovers since 2014. He's not that great, and it's, you know, he they had their magical garbage time season uh, two years ago, but last year, while Bortles was good, he... Uh, in fantasy, he finished the top 10. I mean, he was kind of pretty volatile. Like, he crippled the passing attack, and they want to run more through Leonard Fournette or whomever else if his foot is injured. So yeah. it's not great news for A-Rob. I mean, and the worst part is they didn't grab anybody else. So even if they sit Bortles, like, Chad Henney's not going to be that great for A-Rob. <laughs> uh, maybe they'll get a connection or something. But <clears throat> yeah. I just feel like Allen Robinson, we – we know there's a ce- there's a tangible ceiling there, but right now he's getting a little riskier in that third to fourth round or wherever he's going. You know, we're watching his price sink on Fantasy Football Calculator. Right now he is going in the, the mid-40s. So if you're in a 10-team draft, that's, you know, that's fifth round. Even if you're in a 12-team draft, it's, that's approaching uh, fifth-round prices right there. Wow. It's, that's I would that's take low. Yeah. That's low, is it not? I mean, this is his peer group right now, Devontae Adams and Martavis Bryant. Who you guys got? I would take both of the guys in the better offenses with better Adams and Martavis Bryant yeah, over Allen Robinson. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then there you go. I mean, that I guess that justifies his fifth-round price tag. Oh, my gosh. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> his ADP <laughs> is just dropping. It's like, dropping. It is dropping. Like a rock. It Holy is. cow. All right. So there you go. Um, Seahawks running back. Chris Carson. Speaking of sleepers. Mm. Chris Carson. The seventh rounder out of OK State. Yeah, buddy. Getting snaps with Seattle's first team. <gasps> Getting snurps. <laughs> Getting snaps with Seattle's first team on Wednesday. Wow, what well, an achievement. Well, look, look, Thomas Rawls was out with an injury, okay? So stop. All the, heard that all, before. All but that's my God, he's hurt. <laughs> but isn't that the problem? Yeah, okay, fine, that's a problem. Yeah. I mean, isn't that the problem that Thomas Rawls is – 
again, kind of a you – know, we've seen injuries derail his – Injury prone. Yeah. So is Eddie Lacy. So is C.J. Procise. And now they got this kid back here who's a tank. Big. He scored two touchdowns against the Chargers last week. Big, round. strong, One of them was runner. he plowed a guy over at the goal oh, line. That guy's, that guy's working at Pizza Hut this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bro, that, that was – That guy's like, working the truck at FedEx. That was a vanilla defense. Vanilla D, man. <laughs> it, was vanilla. The, it was the third quarter. Vanilla so. D. Oh, man. Anyway, but, this guy has a track record of zero fumbles in college, Carson. Yeah. So that's good. Zero. He, he can hang on to the ball, which is important for rookies – in their quest for getting a job, like a seventh-round pick. Yeah. Uh, and he's starting to draw some hype. I mean, uh, the thing is, he doesn't have a lot of wiggle, right? But, I mean, he's he not a is, super agile guy, but he's a power oh, guy. Oh, he is a powerful runner, though, man. I mean, and again, seventh-rounder. We've seen this story before, MG, Marcus Grant. We've seen this story before. Um, the, the All you really need to know is that right now Chris Carson is is – Competing to overtake Alex Collins, who right. has very little role in this offense. Mm-hmm. The end. That's it. The end. You make nothing of it. No. Okay. I mean, like if, if you're battling, you're battling with Alex Collins. He's he's trying to get a roster spot. That's great. And so yeah. trucking guys in preseason games and getting you know f- uh, funny gifts about you on Twitter is awesome. You are still behind Thomas Rawls, Eddie Lacy, CJ Procise. Adam Wright? Injured, injured, injured. <laughs> That's why you pay attention to these guys. I mean, like, Right, yeah. and then when that happens, then you go after Chris Carson. But if you're telling right. me right now, in August, do I need to pay attention to Chris Carson? Yes. Minimally. What are you? What else are you Minimally. doing? It's your job. Watch <laughs> these guys. He's a very, very, Jesus. very Why are you sleeper. turning the <laughs> – I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to tell somebody to draft Chris Carson. Nobody's saying that, but it's, it's right. the preseason. And so when, when we get to that point, which, you know, could happen in Fourth week six. Fourth round pick in the danger zone. Then it's like, Bro. all right. Then we go talk about Chris Carson. He's also wearing number 32, which was Kristen Michael's number last year. Uh-oh. Boom. Oh, the ghost of C-Mike. Basically the same player, so. The ghost of C-Mike. Going to lead Seattle and have. I want to have a way back machine. Okay. And be like, it's Terrell Davis. He he bombed at Long Beach State. He went to Georgia. So he blew a guy up on special teams. Why are we watching this? Now hold on, I I agree with Marcus's assessment. This is, we have to sometimes we have to make sure we we couch the analysis with like, yes, what Chris Carson is doing is good. He could have a chance for a real opportunity. Yeah. Remember his name. Do not that's go it. out and that's draft exactly, him in your fifteen round standard ten team league. That's right. Okay, okay, but I mean in a ten, in a ten team league, fine. But what about if you're in a twelve team league? You wouldn't no. drop a fifteenth a fifteenth round flyer on this guy. On the not yet. On Chris Carson. Maybe in Seattle. No. no. Maybe no. if we know he made the team. Look, when you could when you could take that same pick and put it on somebody who is a much more clear in-line handcuffed than somebody in this jumbled mess. Wait a minute. Like, who in the fourth? Pull up the fantasy football. Card. Oh, my God. Okay. Stat. Stat. It's up. 14th here's, round. 14th round. Give me some of this the Taco This is the same thing I was saying on Twitter yesterday about Kenny Galladay. Like, he's super talented guy. He's getting some run with the first team. Great. There's no reason to go crazy and start drafting him in these standard redraft leagues <coughs> because he's at – Best fourth or fifth in the pecking okay, so order in Detroit. Let's right look now. at some of the other running backs in the 14th round on fantasy calculator. Sure. Okay. Let's 12 team leagues. 12 team leagues. Let's go. 12 team leagues. Yes. D'Angelo Henderson. Yes. Alvin, Kamar- Alvin Kamara. Love it. James Conner. Boom. Shane Vereen. Darren Sproles. Robert Turbin. 
Yeah, I would. And you're putting Chris Carson in that group? Yeah. I would take Carson no. over Bobby. Let's Turbin. go. All right. I, I, <laughs> no, thanks. I'm Bobby Turbin. Like, what do you. I'm, I'm tapping what out. Do you, what are you expecting <laughs> to I'm, see? I'm, out tap, of I'm tapping out what? on this. Come on. I'm tapping out on He's this. Come on. Extremely deep sleeper. Someone to keep your eye on the dynasty this, rookie draft. I have draft, this new maybe. television show for you to, touch, to try out. Nope. I'm going to watch Cheers. I'm not watching anything new. But you think, I mean, those are the guys who legitimately, could legitimately get on the field without an apocalypse happening to everybody else in their backfield. Right. Bobby Turbin? I don't know. Foles was like a top 35 fantasy back last year, and they, like regularly. Like, they and have, they cut Ryan Matthews. And they, they cut Ryan Matthews. Donnell Pumphrey. Sproles might get some more. He's going to be like a wide receiver on that team. Let's be honest. Oh, boy. Oh, I will fuck <laughs> <this>. <laughs> He's, he, he, weighs, he weighs three pounds less than I do. You know, <laughs> you know, you are in the, the heat and the heart of the fantasy offseason when you spend this much time talking about it. I was going to say, I love it. This is take where I love it. But this I absolutely is the thing. Like, if you're listening yes. to this podcast, you probably want to know. Like, give me somebody that I've never heard I of. Know. Like, watch Sleep. This and he loves it. It's the sleeper spectacular, right? It is it's the, the sleeper, sleeper spectacular. spectacular part one. So let's get into the sleepers. Here's what, my sleeper. What an incredible Wait, wait, wait real quick. What? News. Yes. Uh, can we just talk briefly about Ryan Kelly needing foot surgery? Oh, yeah. Uh, the very, center for the very Indianapolis Very good center Colts. for the Indianapolis Colts That's last right. year. Uh, needed foot surgery. He's going to be out for the season, so they're going to have replacements. It's certainly going to be something to watch. I saw somebody tweet. I forget who it was. I'm very sorry. But the old line done, for the Colts is already. They had done a chart where the best runs for Frank Gore last year came in gaps that Kelly contributed to. Interesting. The ones between him and the guards on both sides, which okay. I think is true for a lot of a lot of runners. It might be a little more uh, easy to get through in the in the middle there, but. It's certainly uh, something to watch. I mean, Frank Gore's already coming at a huge discount in drafts, but, oh, do you have it, Franchise? It was the RB scout, Adam Spinks. There we go. Thank you. Uh, so shout out to that for some good work there. was charting where his best uh, yards per carries and runs came. But uh, certainly something to watch. I mean, Gore's already coming at a, di- uh, at a discount, but <laughs> if you start at you know looking at all the chips stacked against him with luck, injury, potentially missing week one. Right. Disaster of an O-line now already missing, now missing one of its best starters for the whole year. That's yeah. like... I might, if if anything, I'm I'm less concerned about the price for Frank Gore because I wasn't touching him anyways. But for Andrew Luck, it's I mean Luck getting yeah, you know what I mean again. It's just I'm out, man. I'm out. and I love Andrew Luck. They should honestly like no joke. They should trade him to wow. a contender. Wow. <laughs> That's my, Where's that no, blowtorch drop? I'm sorry because if everybody, no, I'm tired of it because there's too many of these. Mike Trout should be traded from the Angels to a contender. So, like, why aren't you doing that with Andrew Luck? <laughs> In the same, uh, they're wasting works. Andrew Luck's prime. They're wasting his prime. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> his prime coming off shoulder surgery. Uh, trade, <clears throat> trade him to the Jags. Ooh! Boom! 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 Super Bowl. We need to do that more. <laughs> we need a commissioner who just like makes them do trades. That's like true. The NBA. Yeah, it's like, hey man, we got to like get Adam some- Silver. If Adam Silver was the commissioner of the NFL, it'd be like, we're making four super teams. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yep, that's Andrew right. Luck's going to have to go to the coast. He's going to the Jags. Uh, the Jags are going to send back uh, two first-rounders and two second-rounders. No, no, that's that's way too – That's what are you talking about? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No first-rounders. <laughs> All right, let's talk sleepers. Uh, let's give our two favorite sleepers. We're talking about in round – Julio Jones. Eight or later in a typical 12-team <laughs> league. We're talking pick 90-plus-ish. So, we shall start with the Wiz Kid from Wisconsin. Give me a sleeper you love this year. Well, I'm going to start out with the bigger one of the two I put uh, with Tyrell Williams. I think 
We talked a lot about him in the wake of the Mike Williams injury, but his ADP still hasn't even climbed as high as it could go. This is a guy that had over 1,000 yards last year. He's going to be in that pretty good offense with the uh, the Chargers. Granted, it is a little bit of a crowded passing attack with Keenan yeah. Allen and Antonio Gates and Hunter Henry and uh, Melvin Gordon getting some work. But Tyrell is a guy that's that's still going pretty late in drafts, and I like honestly would be happy to take him even almost up in that range we were talking about with the Devontae Adams, Allen Robinsons, like, I think he's he's going to be a pretty good lock for over a thousand yards again and and several touchdowns and he people are just they're sleeping on him right now sleeping on the sleeper, that's right. <laughs> we go around the horn. We'll 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 circle back to you to get to your second oh, yeah. one because I like your second one. I know that's why I wanted a little <laughs> tease there. Uh, MG, my guy, Marcus Grant, give me one. Uh, I'm gonna go Pierre Garcon because you know, it's funny he's 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 trending out of sleeper territory now, but he's still kind of a fringe guy and like you know when we were talking about this like a month ago. Okay. He was way down. He was a double-digit round guy. Now I look on Fantasy Football Calculator, and yeah. he is like mid to early eighth round. Like he's he's moved up a lot, um, as no. he should. I only, mean, only James is the big. James and I have him on our <laughs> right, and he's the only hater I know. I mean, like I, I'm liking him more and more. <laughs> I I I, I kind of wish that he was staying around the double digits. It's Obviously, it's not going to happen because people are starting to clue in here, but yeah. everything just seems to be set up for him. I mean, you go back and look at that Niner wide receiving core from last year where your top three options. Torrey Smith. Torrey Smith, Jeremy Curley, and Quentin Patton. Oh, and by the way, uh, Colin Kaepernick was still a good quarterback with that. He group. was still a good quarterback with that group. Um, oh, my God, the Jags should get him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so, Garcon, I mean, the whole, the whole trio of – Pierre Garcon, Brian Hoyer, Kyle Shanahan. It's kind of an interesting group, you know? I I, I just think that Garcon's going to get a ton of targets. I see him at least 125 targets, I think, this year. Um, That's Ho- a conservative estimate. Right, and Hoyer is he's, – obviously he's not a world beater, but <laughs> he is competent enough to deliver the ball on time and on target to his guy, and Garcon is easily going to be the favorite target in that offense. Can let's I just – can, <clears throat> can I defend myself a little bit? No, let's yeah. get DeAndre <laughs> I don't understand. On, I, I, on underst- I, I get Hoyer. that fantasy, uh, you know, Twitter is, is, is on and popping with Pierre Garcon. I can I can I just I don't understand right he's going into what his 10th year in the league he has had exactly two good seasons and one of those was with Shanahan right one of them was with Shanahan where he had a thousand and forty one yards and three touchdowns touchdowns are a fickle beast James he had a thousand yards and three and we're getting hyped on that like I'm just can I, I? I don't know why I'm so. I'm just so confused I'm sorry, by this. It's about the target share that he's going to target share. He's going to be a, a really also, good PPR his, receiver. Here's here's the big thing with Pierre Garcon is it all comes down to volume. And that best year he had, the one yeah. with Shanahan, was actually 113 receptions, 1346 yards, and five TDs. That's right. In your so much better year. We said we said the 1041 in three year. That's the second best year. Lies. Come no, no. I said Lies. that was his. That was his. That was his season last year. Right. That's okay. all I'm saying. So so so. The, the reason why, like, I broke this down in my must-own wide receiver thing, to just do some quick math based on past rate stats for Kyle Shanahan offenses, um, they with you take his average numbers of plays in his offenses run, the run-to-pass ratio uh, puts the 49ers at about 570-ish passes next year. Might even be conservative because they might be trailing a little bit more. The number one wideout in Shanahan's offenses averages 25.5% market share. Okay. which could be even low for what Garcon would see next year. But you take the 25.5% market share, 
at the 577 passes gives him 147 targets. That would have been in the top 12 total in each of the last five years. And during that span, only six of those 60 players, the top 12 receivers in each of the last five years, has failed to be at minimum a top 24 wide receiver in standard scoring. Plus, I mean, we're talking about him <laughs> as, you know, a third receiver, a flex receiver. Like, right. He's not, he's not going to be your one it's, or two. I have him ranked as a top 20 receiver this year. Woo! I think oh, I have him is... at wide receiver 11. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, oh, I mean, so like, oh. again, when I said 140, 147 <laughs> targets, probably conservative. Like, he could easily hit 160, I think, in this offense. Oh, my goodness. They threw – Jeremy Curley had 23.4% of the targets in this <clears> offense last year, last season. Now you've got Brian Hoyer, who was actually pretty competent last year. You go back to his last, like, 12 games, he's a very competent he's a fantasy quarterback. quarterback. He's an okay quarterback. Like, yeah. I mean, he's not going he's he's to win San Francisco's mm. Super Bowl, but he'll yeah. be able to keep Garcon afloat and put him in scoring opportunities. So, I, I, I everything – Garcon checks all the boxes. All right. Yeah, okay. well – Right. DeAndre Hopkins had 151 targets last year too. So yeah, but they weren't. How many of them were actually good targets? <coughs> yeah, and DeAndre Hopkins was going in round one or two. <laughs> Garcon's going in round eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Thus, the appeal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Rank, give me a sleeper. Which one am I supposed to lead <clears throat> off with? I don't care. Whatever, whichever one you want, pal. So I'm gonna go with Rex Burkhead. Ooh. The Burke. Ooh. I really like I, – I, I know a lot of people get scared off whenever they see somebody – whenever they see the Patriots. It's like, oh, no, <laughs> I'm out. And everybody has just kind of assumed that Mike Gillisley is going to be this year's LeGarrette Blunt. Yep. And you're like, that's not the way Belichick <laughs> works. It's yep. not like this is my role and this is going to be it. And then here comes Gillisley. He's going to get those 18 touchdowns because Belichick mixes things up. And he, he, he it's all dependent on the player because the last time – a running back had had double-digit touchdowns in a Patriots offense before Blunt last year goes back to 2012. It was Stephen Ridley. Ridley, and he had 12. Stephen, so Ridley. So it's not like it's not like oh yeah, oh. Well, this is this is the good guy. This this running back spot is not necessarily bequeathed to another guy, and Belichick's going to find ways to mix and match and make the most out of everybody's ability. Gillisley has been battling some injuries. Burkhead has been a kind of a pleasant surprise. Uh, surprise, excuse me. Yeah. There's a little bit of buzz for him, which is cool. And what it basically comes down to for me is the price. And I always talk about like competing bars selling the exact same beer. One selling it for twelve bucks, the other selling it for a dollar. I'm going to the place where it's being sold for a dollar. So is there a bunch of frat dudes drinking, you know, <laughs> those big bucket beers? With straws <clears throat> and the sharks on the side of it and making asses out of themselves, <laughs> probably. But I'm just there for a couple of beers before the game, and I don't care. So it's interesting you say that because I am I am oh putting the goodness. finishing touches <clears throat> on a piece where I try to decipher what could happen okay. in the Patriots' backfield. Um, and I think the, the Rex Burkhead-Gillisley conundrum is kind of an interesting one, mostly because if you go back through – I went back the last five seasons, and so it's a little bit of a, a spoiler alert slash preview. Ooh. Belichick wants to be consistent. He wants to have a guy. The problem is, for you know, four of the last five seasons, he keeps having injury issues. Or you know, the one year that Stephen Ridley had fumbleitis and ended up on the bench. They right. want, historically they have wanted to have a primary guy. Maybe he's not a, a three-down back, but they want to have one guy to give the bulk of the carries to. So I think what's going to be interesting is who wins that battle between Gillisley and Burkhead to win that role. Right now. I mean, I think Gillisley came in as the guy slated to get that gig, but 
dude's been hurt for most of the preseason, and so Burkhead's been getting the work. So that that might be the toughest thing to figure out. But if we can figure out who is going to be that primary first and second down back, that's the guy you want. That's true. There you go. I like it. I like that a lot. All right, franchise, give me one. Uh, all right, I'll start with Thomas Rawls just because I've been talking about him. He's 131 <laughs> overall. That's the, late. the big deal here that is, is I know we just talked up this Carson guy, but yeah, yeah. He's, bat- <laughs> he's, he's battling to make the team, right? He's not going to be a starting running back. The Are biggest sure thing here that? is the difference. Yes. Okay. The biggest thing here is the difference between Eddie Lacy and Thomas Rawls' ADP. It's just insane. Lacy's going in like sixth, seventh round, maybe like 70, I think 77 overall, RB30. And Rawls is like the RB44. I mean, like at, at this point, how has that ADP not adjusted itself? It's crazy. I think it's going to creep up, but if you have a draft this weekend, maybe, like you don't want to sink. Or even next week, I think it'll still be pretty low. Yeah, and you don't, you just don't want to sink that kind of a pick in to a guy like Eddie Lacy, who's already splitting the reps with Thomas Rawls. Rawls is finally healthy. If you've seen him do interviews this summer, he's, like, super excited, super energetic. He's, like, as happy of a football player I've ever seen. Yeah. I think he's ready to rock, man. And people talk about his running style, how it lends itself to injury. You can't have that fear. Any running back can get hurt anytime. You're barely risking anything taking Thomas Rawls in, like, the 12th, 13th round. So just take him, and then if he takes off, you can use him as your RB two flex guy for the rest of the season, maybe. I like it. I like it. I don't. I don't. I do not understand why Thomas Rawls' ADP is so low. I think it's the name value with Eddie Lacy, and everyone <clears throat> sees what Rawls did last year, but he was hurt. I, I feel like they should be priced the same, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, why is there such a gap between these two guys right now? I mean, even still, we're we're so far into the into the offseason. I don't understand. Maybe it's, Thomas maybe Thomas Rawls should post his weigh-ins on Twitter all the time. I think it's name value and contract. Oh, that's so like they did sign Eddie Lacy on like that one year prove it deal, but he has the most money of any of those backs tied to him right now. It's true. And, and he was also a back to back top six back. Granted that was like three years ago at this point. But right. those things hold a lot of credence in the average drafter's mind when right. they're doing mocks and stuff like that. It's true. Correct. It's true. I'll give you guys one. I'll give you guys two, but I'll start with Jeremy Macklin. Uh, he's going in, <clears throat> what, something in the 90s. And right now he's the number one wide receiver in Baltimore. I, I love the fact, look, I get that he had an injury-riddled campaign last year and Tyreek Hill uh, absolutely you know, uh, outplayed him last year in Kansas City, and I get that. But before we're talking about a guy that was a reliable uh, consistent guy. I mean, his first year in Kansas City, nearly 1,100 yards, eight touchdowns. Eight touchdowns for a wide receiver in that Kansas City offense. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So I think he goes into that Baltimore offense and he becomes the number one guy. I think he's going to really see a, a, a reemergence, a rebirth, if you will, in his career with Joe Flacco. I think when I think about their two skill sets coming together, it gets me excited. So, uh, to me, just given you know the target share that he's anticipated to get, I'd be shocked if he did not get at least 120 targets. Um, I, I would anticipate him getting somewhere around 130, 135 targets. And if that's the case, I mean, you can lock this guy up for 1,100 yards and anywhere between six to eight touchdowns. Take it. 
Yeah, man. Let's 100%. go. And uh, no team has thrown more than the Baltimore Ravens over the last two seasons. I mean, for whatever reason, Dennis Pitta last year led the team in targets with 121. Because he's great. And then Mike Wallace <laughs> was number two at 116, and then there was Not Steve Smith. Steve Smith would have had more, but he missed several he got, games. He, he missed a lot of games. And that's the role that Macklin's going to likely slide into. I agree. Kind of mobile piece. So I, I like the Macklin call there, James. I don't. Yeah, man. I, I'm I'm targeting Macklin in almost all, every single one of my drafts because I, I really like the price. And again, I, I think the upside is there too because I think he can absolutely vastly outperform. Uh, those projections as well. All right, Alex Gilhart, give me your sleeper number two. This is the one I like. Ugh. All right, this this gentleman joined a high-octane offense last se- offseason, and the fantasy community went bananas. Bananas. People were putting him as, like, their tight end two behind Gronk. They thought the sky was the limit. There nice. were past trends. I was not about that life last yes. year. And it bore out. I'm talking, of course, about Kobe Fleener joining the Saints. I had issues about – where his draft price was going. Oh, you mean his, Saints his, goal line back supreme? Yeah. He don't, never forget that uh, <laughs> he, got a goal he, line he vultured a goal line touchdown from Mark Ingram. Kobe Fleener. Kobe Fleener, baby. Okay, anyways, right. the reason why I'm back in on Kobe Fleener now, a number of reasons. Last year, his draft price got out of control. Out of like control. Fifth, sixth round at times for mm-hmm. people, right. trying to, expecting him to be Jimmy Graham, Benjamin Watson, etc. Right. Did not bore out. However, However, now that everybody has totally rejected Fleener, now is the absolute time to buy in because he's going way, way, way late in drafts, yeah. like tight end 14 or something like that. And despite his inconsistencies last year, still finishes the tight end 12 because it's a very touchdown-dependent position. And one of the reasons to get excited about Fleener is he's had a second year now in the Saints' complicated offense. That's so what I like. Build a rapport with Drew Brees. Yep. They lost Brandon Cook, so there are targets available, so he could just see an, a bump as well. I mean, Willie Sneed's going to get his and other people as well. Yeah. But also, Fleener is a case for some – the phrase positive regression is, is silly because it's just like progression would be what you say. But <laughs> right. he had 16 targets yeah. in the red zone last year, only turned two of them into touchdowns. Oh, my goodness. So God. even if he marginally improves on a similar red zone workload – That is disgusting, year, by the way. I know it is. Um, I know it is. That is gross. So Buzz Killington checking in here. Yes. <laughs> um, Hello, Buzz. Th- does his lower ADP and absence of Brandon Cook – Make him catch the ball better? <laughs> no. Look again. I, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's changing as a player. I'm just saying if he marginally improves or the ball bounces the right way a couple of times, right. a guy that you can take at the very very end of your draft as your tight end one could return some really nice value. And guess what? Worst case scenario, just cut him and pick somebody else up. That's what I like. That's fair. I'm I not, think that's what I like. You're not that's changing your draft strategy to get Kobe Fleener. You're right. literally like picking him up <laughs> off the bottom of the barrel you as know? you exit the draft. Like, right. Let's go, Kobe. And let's see what Now's happens. Now's the time to shine. There's going to be somebody else. I mean, maybe you, maybe you get, you know, David Joku later. Maybe you get Evan Ingram later. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he keeps getting goal line carries. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> goal line the point, the point is he's a guy with, uh, <clears throat> ev- like, evident opportunity in yeah. a high-scoring offense and coming the at price a is right. steep value. The so price is right for me. All about Kobe Fleener as a late round tight end this year. The price is right, Bob. <laughs> uh, MG, my but guy. I Mark, that was the line. Yeah, it's it's not. We had to augment. Uh, football is family rank. It's, remember, there was multiple parts of it that were that were. Wrong. You haven't heard my daughter's mouth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> MG, she my guy, Marcus. Frog, <laughs> sounds like something else. Well, first, I, I want to go back real quick to my yeah. Pierre Garcon sleeper from the last time around because Please. there's updated news. Uh oh. Just posted by the Niners on Twitter. Let's go. John Lynch. Johnny Lynch. Brian Hoyer has, quote, exceeded expectations. Oh, here we go. It's on and popping. <laughs> it is lit, everybody. Since this is football is family. I'm Hall of oh, Famer. Okay. Um, Talking about a Hall of Famer here. <laughs> anyway, 
So my, my actual sleeper for this round is uh, is Adam Thielen there in Minnesota. Well, Adam Rank already said him at the top. I know. Of the show. He kind of spoil, spoiled <laughs> my thing. Off. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, Adam Thielen, man, um, you know, again, he, he came on strong last year, and I know that the – the argument against him is that oh it's it's you know he only produced like a couple of games a handful of games and he didn't do a whole lot across the rest of the year yeah maybe but he did it and I think that says a lot about how they feel about him in the offense I think it says a lot about what Sam Bradford thinks of him and and how they're going to get the football in his hands that contract he got too that helps I, I mean I just I, I like I look at that Minnesota passing game, and I think it's being slept on as a whole. I mean, I, I, I like Thielen. I like Stephon Diggs. I think in terms of if you're looking for a second quarterback and you want to go late, Sam Bradford, Sam Bradford is a nice option for you. He really is. So, I, I mean, I am – I don't know if I'm all in on the Vikings, but I'm in enough. <laughs> I'm getting choked Watch up out. about it. Oh, no. Guys, it's getting emotional. Marcus. Take a moment. Take a moment. Get this man some and water. And we're going to allow him – to just sit here and Dude, you <laughs> breathe a little bit. You really like Sam Adam Bradford. Thielen. Sam Bradford <coughs> is actually a really good value. Especially for week one. Oh, oh you can get him free. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There you go. Free 99. Thielen, go. Go. <laughs> Adam, uh, baby. I'll try and just real quick, too, Marcus, because I, since you're dying over there, uh, I picked dying. Thielen as a, a late-round wide receiver earlier this offseason. And, two, I'm in on the Vikings offense. I've said it before last year. Like, as a underrated fantasy asset, like, you forget about everything they had to endure last year. They changed coordinators midway through the season. They had to trade for Sam Bradford. He came to the team in August. They started Sean Hill in week one. Like, offensive line was a mess. They had no running game. Literally every one of those things has changed now. Bradford has consistent time with the coordinator he's worked with in the past. Their wide receivers are there. They've got a good running game. They've got a slightly improved offensive line. There's value to be had in this offense, especially, and if you're playing DFS week one, they play the Saints, who just lost one of their starting cornerbacks to uh, injury in Delvin Bro. Sneaky. Vikings Bro. are going to be a Vikings huge discount. Vikings stack in week one. Let's go. Whoa. In DFS. Adam Rank, give me a sleeper. I'm going to go with Rashard Matthews. I like it. Emerged last year as the top wide receiver option for the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. And an offense that's going to continue to evolve now. When you think Malark- he still remains the number one? Well, I think it helps that you have brought in guys like Eric Decker and Corey Davis because Matthews isn't necessarily what you would think of as a traditional wide receiver one. Right. Like, you know. He's not a burner. But those guys come in, and now they take a little bit of the heat away from him. So now he's, he's going to be able to go out there and work and do his magic like he was doing last year, a little bit less, in, less encumbered. And if you've watched the way that the Titans have prepared going into the season – they're running more three receiver sets. Yeah. Now, Eric Decker is battling an ankle injury now, but right. you still figure the offensive philosophy is changing a little bit more. They're going to allow Mariota to throw the ball a little bit more. And so Corey Davis is exciting, but I liken his arrival similar to what John Ross will do in Cincinnati, where it helps the guys who are already on the field. Right. So I'm into this. And again, he's somebody at the end of drafts. Who's going super late? Yeah, he's 12, super late. 13, 14th round sometimes. Right. And it's insane. And I and it, we talked about Galladay, I think. I don't know. I just did a fan- <laughs> I taped the fantasy live show earlier, so forget it. Um, no, we didn't talk about him. But I We're do going like, to talk about him. Oh, we are? We are. Oh. But I like purchasing lottery tickets and yeah. doing like See what happens. Random things. Like we were talking about what, D'Angelo Henderson or yeah. who was the running back? Oh, Chris Carson. Carson. I like purchasing lottery tickets, but if you see somebody like Richard Matthews, who I think is a better value than some of the older dudes that you normally see in that range, the Taco Bell players, as I like to call them, I will I will take a chance on him because I think he can do it. Especially, and everybody's so hyper on Marcus Mariota this year. 
It's like, well, they're going to have to do something. Yeah. Somebody's going to have to catch the ball. If you're so excited about Mariota, who are you anticipating? I think I think I think what your if I could sum up your argument here, if Rashard Matthews can still remain the favorite target for Marcus Mariota, Eric Decker will see some targets, and yes, Corey Davis will see some as well. But they're there more to kind of you know distract the defenses. It'll be a softer exactly a softer softer coverage now to Rashard Matthews, and if he still has that great one-on-one chemistry with Marcus Mariota and is still the favorite target, good things can happen. Take it. I like it. All right, franchise, hit me. I'm going with a tight end here that you can get in the last round. No, no. Oh my! Right. Last round of your draft, free, free tight end one. Let's go, Cameron Braid on the Bucks. Three ninety nine, free nine as free as Kobe Fleener is. Yeah, uh, 80, 81 targets last year. Yeah, twenty percent of them were in the red zone. He only had That's two fewer red zone targets than Mike Evans did last year. Wow. We saw in the Bucks' first preseason game last week, Jameis Winston peppered Mike Evans with targets, but he th- threw two passes. Cameron Braid, nineteen yard and an eight yard gain. Everyone thinks O.J. Howard is going to be the guy because he's such a good rookie prospect. No. If you read anything about O.J. Howard right now, it's all about how he's learning how to be a good blocker. He's learning the details of picking up being an NFL player. He's a rookie tight end. They don't usually make an impact. Everyone's just forgetting about Cameron Brait, tied for the lead among tight ends with eight touchdowns last year. I also don't think Cameron Brait leaves the – I don't think he's out of the lineup ever. If if anything, O.J. Howard's going to mix in as in, correct in, in double tight end sets, but I don't think Cameron Bray. I don't think you'll ever see him leave the field, which is good. Mm-hmm. I think his snap share is going to be awesome. You Agree. I mean? Agree. So there you go. I like it. Free. Free baby. Last pick of your draft. Get your tight end one, Cameron Bray. I like it. If you I didn't like already it. grab Hunter Henry, no. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. <clears throat> Hunter Henry is going like ridiculous right now. The the Hunter Henry stock is like in the eighth round. That's right. Something talk- stupid. That's right. It's crazy. Stop doing that. Okay. Because I want to take him. All right, good. <laughs> uh, let's talk about small school sleepers, a la Chris Johnson out of East Carolina. Remember him coming out of East Carolina that this? rookie year? What? What are I, you looking at? I remember. Okay, yeah. I remember. <clears throat> All right. Let's talk about some small school rookie sleepers. We'll talk about their prospects in 2017. We don't necessarily – maybe we don't like them. Maybe we do. I don't know. Let's talk about it. Zay Jones, speaking of Eastern Carolina, to the Bills. Bills head coach Sean McDermott says rookie Zay Jones going to start – on the outside. So I'll ask you guys this. Tie rod plus targets plus anticipated air yards. Any reason to get excited about Zay Jones? It's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Any reason to get excited about Zay Jones? I was a lot more excited when Sammy Watkins was there. Not when they were running out three bulky, mildly fast slot receivers. I mean, I don't even. At this point, can Anquan Bolden even be called mildly fast? No. No, but he's no. big and physical. So. Faster than you, James. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see you put it on the pads, man. Uh, Look, I, I like J- Zay Jones where he's being drafted in, like, the 15th round right now. He's going super late. If you can get – if he's going to be their outside receiver and their number one option, like, why would you not take a flyer on him? I don't know. I mean, I don't know how many – how many targets do you guys think this guy will get? That's the toughest Tough call. 70. They're just just such a run-heavy team. Interesting. And plus, we don't know what kind of offensive system we're going to really see. This is Sean McDermott. Yeah, it's his first year. What are are we really expecting out of this offense? Are they going to go heavily with LeSean McCoy, rely on him a ton, go with Jonathan Williams also? Um, Because it's just – for whatever reason, they got rid of Sammy Watkins, which to me just says, like, we're not putting a big premium 
on our wide receiver position, or either that, or they really love Zay Jones. And it's, okay. So either one of those things, but still, that there's too much, um, too much ambiguity right. until we have a, a legitimate, a legitimate case of like what we're expecting to see. Is it going to be like Carolina? I don't know. So. Well, I mean, I it's, like it's, it's Rick Dennison's offense, so that's probably more of what we're going to see what there was in Houston and you know Denver for the last few years. But I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to buy in on a on a rookie like Zay Jones in this offense. Okay, just throwing it out there. Like I said, some <clears throat> some of the metrics, if you look at it right, like targets plus air yards. I I don't know. It, it, there's some reason to anticipate maybe a little bit uh, of you know I, again top ten, tw- top twenty. No, but you know maybe a flex play. On a given matchup, sure, why not? Yeah. But this is uh, this is the thing with uh, with purchasing the lottery tickets. If you have Zay Jones or Rashard Matthews, I'd rather go with the guy who I've. I, again, I don't. I don't want to. You never played it down in NFL football. But at the same point, like <laughs> yeah. a guy who was a number one receiver last year, I would right. rather just go with him. You uh, know what he is at this point. You Adam don't Rank. know what Zay Jones is going to give us. Adam Rank. We'll stay with you with another Adam. Adam Shaheen. Out of Ashland College. Uh, Bears. They really Bears. anticipate him having a huge role in this offense. But like Franchise was saying earlier, you really you really don't see a lot of rookie tight ends coming in and making a, an immediate impact. And it all is going to come down to the offense that they're running, which I expect to be very conservative. It's going to be a lot of Jordan Howard. Oh, yeah. Cameron Meredith is going to obviously be the, the target's leader there as long as he stays healthy. And when they get near the goal line – we saw this, what Winchell Trubisky was doing was looking for Victor Cruz. Like, he's not going to be the guy who's effective 20 to 20. But when you get inside the red zone, that's who they're going to be looking for. So, I think that they're going to want they're going to want Adam to work on his nuance of getting open in the red zone. And he's such a huge target that when you look at it from a dynasty league perspective, like, there could be some value there at some point during his NFL career. I just don't anticipate it being during his rookie season. All right. Can we talk about Kenny Galladay? <laughs> <laughs> sure. North Dakota transfer. He went to Northern Illinois. He's with the Lions now. He's a rookie. And my God, fantasy Twitter absolutely is in love with Kenny Galladay. Is he the new Jeff Janis? Uh, he is, according to Dave Burkett, working with Detroit's first team. Mm-hmm. Now, he's working with the first team. Yesterday. Came out yesterday on Wednesday. When they do that, are they just trying to see him work against the first team defense? I don't know. I see think what he can match up against guys who aren't going to be, you know. I thought, didn't they the say it was AD. in like three wide receiver sets, too? Because it was when Tate moved into the slot yeah. that he was working with the first team? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, and I mean, this is a Lions team that's anticipated to run a lot of three wide receiver sets anyway, so I guess that makes sense. So, Franchise, your take on Kenny Galladay right now. I mean, I think the hype is out of control. Out of control. He scored two touchdowns in the first preseason game. They were both from this Rudock. Rudock. Jake Rudock. Jake Rudock. Jake Rudock. Who's already working at Food for Less, stocking the shelves. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Vanilla defenses. Exactly. He's working at Payless Shoes. You know what? To be fair, though. <laughs> that's unfair. Hey, to be fair, though, that first touchdown was legit. He made acrobatic contested catches. He beat two kinds of coverage. Like he's six foot four. He's the tallest wide receiver. That's on the, the team. thing. Six foot four, good speed, body control. I mean, that first touchdown yeah. was was impressive. So maybe part of the reason they plugged him in the first team offense, they want to see how Matthew Stafford works with him. Okay. Maybe get him some of those reps, build some chemistry between those two guys. I think he could be a factor in the red zone, but they're also talking up Eric Ebron and Theo Riddick getting looks in the red zone. Um, but Eric Ebron can is very injury prone and uh I don't know I just feel like his ADP is going to just creep up out of 
well, any kind of range where I want to take him. I don't want to keep pointing to my own Twitter account like I need everybody to go look sure at it. But you I should. You should. I was tweeting about <laughs> this, I was tweeting about this yesterday account. because, uh, and I was talking about it with a lot of people, is like, I, I love Galladay the prospect. I drafted him in our Dynasty League. I'm happy to have him there. But him in redraft is such a tough prospect to buy in because that where does the opportunity come from? Like, that's what... That's what fantasy's all about. Like, I'm tired of uh, – I'm moving past. I don't know, Harmon said the same thing of, like, just, oh, player X is talented. He's going to get opportunities. That's not how it works in the NFL. Like, right now, Galladay is behind Golden Tate, Marvin Jones, Eric Ebron, and Theo Riddick for sure mm-hmm. in getting targets. Maybe even Amir Abdullah gets in the mix. And since they've had Jim Bob Cooter – I mean, is he really behind Eric Ebron, though? Yeah. 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 They're talking up Ebron big time. And Eric year. Ebron's targets have increased in each of the last three years. He had, like, 17% of the targets last got to stay healthy. So that pie is just so chopped up that if you're going to – if this guy's ADP – I mean, right now it only went from, like, the 14th round to the 13th round in the last week or so. In the last two days, it's gone up a full round. So, like, if he catches another touchdown next week, this stuff's going to start getting into, like, round 11, round 12, where you could get a much more realistic player with volume like Kenny Britt or Adam Thielen or, like, the true number two option instead of banking on the talent of this small school prospect who could probably be their future, and they might cast Marvin Jones to the side next year in free agency, but, like... Can I provide a counter-argument to that, though? And, again, I'm just... I'm playing devil's advocate here. By all means. And I'm not... And I know it's not a clean comparison, but when you start talking about talent and all those things and, and, and targets here, you know, I start thinking of somebody like, and again, please don't roast me here. <laughs> Look, I start thinking about like guys like Randy Moss who come onto a team that already has a, a clear-cut leader, and you're saying, oh, well, wh- where's the target share going to come? I start thinking about OBJ, right, where he comes onto a team that has a, a, a clear-cut target share with Victor Cruz being the number one, yada, 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 and he comes in and just absolutely massacres the league. I, and again, is Galladay's upside that high? No. Those guys were also first-round picks, and they were taken on teams with no clear number two. Like, there's a big difference in those situations and coming to an offense that's loaded with – why is Franchise doing the – oh, number, number two? two. <laughs> 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 he just Austin started doing Powers. the Dr. Evil pinky to the mouth thing. Do it for the camera next time. Yes. Yeah, you got to play to the camera, man. No, so but like, and, those guys I, and I'm just playing devil's picks. advocate because like, I agree. I think Kenny Galladay's draft price right now is, is is getting out of control. He's a third round pick too. Like draft status matters in those things. Like I've been, I was trying to rack my brain, and I think our pal 14 team mocker wrote a good article about it. Like wide receiver production based on where they're drafted historically, and it's a precipitous drop. Like as soon as you get towards round three of like when they're drafted there and how much not only they produce early but over the car- course of their careers. Okay. So, like, he's he's fantastic. I love it. Small school, all that jazz. Great in Dynasty. Let's chill in redraft on Kenny Galladay. <laughs> tenth round. <laughs> Let's take him in the tenth round. Let's do it. Let's Rank, take him in the fifth just to, uh, <laughs> just to, to take his value. The, just to jinx the S out of him. I like it. Uh, Taewon Taylor out of Western Kentucky. He's making some noise in Titans camp. What do we make of Taewon Taylor, MG, my guy, Marcus Grant? Nah. Nah. Um, I mean, there's just there, there are too many other guys. It's sort of like Galladay. There are too many other guys ahead of him in line for Fair him enough. to make a real impact. I mean, we, we talked about Eric Decker and Rashard Matthews and Corey Davis and Delaney Walker. I mean, there are just too many guys there that have priority over him for him to, to have any sort of real impact. All right, there you go. Uh, we think about Elijah McGuire out of the University of Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns. Now he's a New York Jet. Elijah McGuire. 
sitting behind Matt Forte dealing with an injury, sitting behind Bilal Powell dealing with an injury. Oh, boy. What do we think of Elijah McGuire, Adam Rank? I'm going to, first of all, ask you, did you skip what Jeremy McNichols for I, a reason? I, I, I skipped him out of favor for time. Did you do it because of the note? No, I didn't. Because <laughs> this is small school sleepers. Small school rookie sleepers. And somebody put in a note <clears throat> yes. that said, Boise State is in the Mountain West and uh-huh. is a BCS contender, contender every year. year. Exclamation, BS- exclamation, exclamation. BSU is a bigger program than UCLA. Yes. And whoever then, wrote this is an idiot. And then I wrote the follow-up note, which said, whoever wrote this, parentheses rank, you're an idiot. Wait a minute. No, I took that to mean that whoever put Jeremy McNichols in the small school thing is the idiot. No. Ooh. No, you're the idiot. <laughs> Why am I the idiot? For writing that BSU Boy, is a bigger program than UCLA. <laughs> when was UCLA's last BCS win? Oh, my. When was it? Just ask. I just well, answer the, the question. Yeah. The BCS doesn't exist anymore. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. There's still a BCS bowl top four thing. Top four. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Boise. So, State yes, we, I skipped over Jeremy McNichols in favor of time. Is that okay with you, pal? No. We should keep moving. I feel like we're spending more time on these guys that are actual sleepers. Good Lord. So, Taylor, Taylor, like Mark said, too many miles to feed yep. there. Elijah, Elijah McGuire. Anyone interested? Do not no. want Jets. Come uh, on. I know. Jet, come on. D'Angelo <laughs> Henderson. Oh, now you're talking, baby. Out of the mighty coastal Carolina. The Chanticleers. Oh, you're talking, baby. He's in Denver. Where they're looking for a running back. Devontae Booker. They hurt. have a million running backs. Not, not good ones. Okay. Mark. Wow, just throwing Vallejo, California's finest CJ Anderson under the bus. I know, right? I know, right? Throw him away. The What's pride of Jesse wow. and Bethel High School. We know who somebody. Who, we know somebody who can text him. That you All said done. That. All done. <laughs> I'm going to quote uh, my daughter Ahsoka Tano Rank and say, "All done. All done. <laughs> oh, all done." D'Angelo Henderson. This is the prototypical. Okay. Denver Broncos running back, sixth round, sixth round, like Terrell Davis. Whoa. In the year. That he goes into the Hall of Fame? Whoa. Perfect. Oh, my gosh. Too perfect. Stars are aligned. Too perfect. Okay. I like it. Too perfect. They, You know, they're talking him up a little bit, but you know what? There's a little guy. Five, what, five, seven, five, eight? What's up? Like uh, 200 pounds? Smaller, smallish back. Stocky. Yeah, stocky. Yeah. That's a good name. He had a 41-yard touchdown run against some vanilla defense. <laughs> oh, that was, <laughs> that was the monsters of the midway. One of the most oh, decorated man. defensive teams in NFL history. No, but this guy is making some noise in training camp. Any, anybody else interested in Turn him? Turn some help. I'm, I'm going to keep him circled for a waiver wire. Yeah. But they still have Jamal Charles, who's running without a knee brace now. Oh they still gosh. have C.J. Anderson. Devontae oh Booker's supposed heavens. to be back by, like, week one, I think, anyways, or early season. This broken is, wrist. But this is – I know I'm probably too close to watching the football life of Terrell Davis, but this is so similar in that they've – they. When Davis was there, they had a bunch of dudes, and you're like, yeah, none of them are great. Like, there's like, yeah, we have a food court, and it's like the Taco Charles. It's not even Taco Bell. It's Taco Charles, <laughs> Taco and it's, Charles. it's not even Panda Express. <laughs> it's Taco it's a, Charles. It's, it's a knockoff. <laughs> it's the licensee. The licensee, you know what? There was a guy who was operating a Taco Bell franchise, and they let it expire. And, and now it's got to be the Taco so now Charles. It's, it looks like a Taco Bell. <laughs> Right. It's purple and whatever, yeah. but it's Taco Charles? <laughs> <laughs> and instead of Doritos Tacos Loco, it's oh Tostitos Tacos Loco. <laughs> We're right. making our shells out of Tostitos. I like it. Let's talk about the human joystick, Tark Cohen. 
North Carolina A&T. I love this university name. This is such like a, a nor, uh, uh, one of those north-south, east-west bowl game things that you've seen on. It's like a Key & Peele It's spoof. a Key & Peele spoof. North Carolina A&T? That's a real school. Yeah, man. Like AT&T came over from a phone company? Yeah, man. I love it. Agriculture and technology. technology. Bro, come on. Oh, agriculture. James D. Grow should be all over that. Oh, dude. We're going to have to get Oh, my God. James D. Grow. (laughs) James D. Grow. He he couldn't make the podcast today. Uh, Next time. He texted me and told me he's feeling a little under the weather. Anyway, I put Cohen on here just to note he got a couple snaps with the first-team offense rotated in before kind of Jordan Howard came out of the game last week. So that's something to note. Maybe he's going to be their third-down guy. I think he will be. Howard's not really known as – I don't see how he's not. He caught like 25 passes last year or something, but there's something to keep your eye on. All I know is – so Kadeem Carey is kind of like – some of you are old enough to remember the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video game. For oh like, yeah, right. And there was that underwater level where you had to like defuse the bombs yeah, and like yeah. try to swim and not yeah. run out of air. God, I hated that. Level. Right. <laughs> Kadeem Carey is that level, right? Where you get there and you're like, dude, this is st- I got I got to deal with this now, right? And eventually one day somebody is going to beat Kadeem Carey. Somebody's going to, but a lot of <laughs> folks going to die trying, right? And Tariq Cohen is your your next up. Jump in the water. See how see how how are you fair? Uh, human unless joystick. You get, unless you get to the contra level of up down up down, and then, <laughs> you got the thirty lives. Yeah, and now you're ready to rock and roll. Uh, so I, I saw you. I saw you rolling your eyes, in regards to this yeah. talk. Why? Shot me down with laser eyes. I know. What's no, up with that? It's, what? Just, what it's it? just another like we. There's a. There's a lot of fake fantasy news. Okay. Who has the agenda of <laughs> bringing down Jordan Howard for whatever reason? I'm not bringing him down. You're trying to. They put you're Cohen not, in you're with the first team offense because he is going to persevere. I love you not bring. I'm down keeping Jordan Howard, Jordan Howard in my you. league of record. I I like the guy. I'm just saying we should note that Cohen worked with the first team offense. Should we also note that Jordan Howard is uh, notably bad in the passing game? Should we? Was oh, he? had the so. absolute worst catch rate. Unfair, unfair reporting. You know what? This, he is, seven. this is weird. He oh. was a rookie. Oh, yeah, that oh. happens to rookie yeah. running backs. Remember seven? Oh, remember sorry. when Jeremy Langford was really good at catching passes? Mm. Mm. What happened to that? Mm. Mm. Let's talk about Aaron Jones. They were going to him. <laughs> University targeted a lot this year of Texas El Paso. UTEP. Aaron Jones. I also put him on here to note because he's a really good athlete. He had great measurables from the combine. And news just came out yesterday that, that Ty Montgomery Injured. is on the sideline with some kind of soft tissue injury. That we don't know what it is. Wait a minute. Non-disclosed. Non-disclosed. We don't know what it is. And uh, you don't have Jamal Lo- Jamal Williams on this list? Jamal Williams? I do not have he's him. Not BYU. I, I didn't small. put him on here because. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> right. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> right. Boise State is a small school, and BYU isn't? In what freaking world? (laughs) In what world? (laughs) Boise uh, State is uh, a much bigger football program than BYU. So franchise? Oh, my God. I'm I'm, I'm about to take the gym out of your donut right now. What happened? What happened? May's article? Uh, Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Who is it? Yeah, there's an article that uh, here Devontae Mays has jumped Aaron Jones. Packers seventh round uh, running back. Oh. He's he's jumped Aaron Aaron Jones. By the way, rank uh, BYU has about 8,000 more undergraduates enrolled than Boise State, per the Google. Thank you. So. Okay. Well, that that that's fine. That just makes Aaron Jones even more of a Cal State Fullerton has more students than USC. 
So if we started a football program, we would be bigger or not? If it's just I mean, if, it's, if it's based on enrollment. You guys have been undefeated for like 20 years. Listen, that's, that's uncool. Right. <laughs> uh, let's get to the listening listener league. Also, you, Cal State Fullerton doesn't have more undergraduates than USC. Are you kidding? Actually, probably does. Oh, maybe. It's a public school versus a private school. Total total students, though, per Google, that USC at about 43K and Cal State Fullerton at like 33K. There's 43,000. Oh, Oh, because there's also the health sciences campus and and the grad schools. Apparently, per this Wikipedia page, 24K graduate professional levels, 19,000 undergraduate. Wow, we've gotten far away from fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? We're looking at the numbers, bro. (laughs) Look at the numbers. Bro, we're looking at the numbers. Essential. Okay, That's so crazy. that wrapped like up it. the sleeper. Yeah. we got to get some people in these leagues and yeah, get out no, of here, man. Got... This pod is running right, long. Let's do it. All right, let's start with the Hipsters League. Franchise. Can we start okay. with the Hipsters League? Yeah, sure. Okay, so, let's go. Uh, I'm going to pick this guy. Yeah. Uh, his name is Jack Haberger. Haberger? Haberger? <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it, but his first name is Jack, and he tweeted at us last night with like a thousand star emojis. The, the thing about that is that sounds like your fake voice when you say that name. Haberger? 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 Okay. Anyway. He tweeted at us a photo with Andrew Luck and, like, scribbled a beard on his face because he's like, I can't grow a beard. No, that is dope. But I'm letting him in because he caught my attention with these stars. So, you know, if you want to get on my radar, just tweet me a thousand star emojis. Why not? And I'll put you in one of the leagues. But this guy already did it, so maybe don't do that because now it's unoriginal. Yeah, now it's unoriginal. But but I'm I'm letting him in the beard slash hipster league. Okay. Although Although he wrote review to get in the Danger Zone league. Yes. The Hipster League and the Beard League, as if the Hipster and Beard League were two separate leagues. So some confusion there. A little, little confusion. Maybe loses a few points. Start, but does. Might give him last pick of the draft because of that. <laughs> I like that. I like that. But like you know that. what? Yeah. Welcome to Welcome. the Hipster slash Beard League. Yeah. The other guy. The, I'm l- the three leagues. It's the OG League. Yeah. It's Alex and, and Marcus. It's the Hipster League. Yeah. With the two. With the two. Beards, I guess. In air yeah, quotes. just just get beard out of here. Just beard. call it hipster league. It's the hipster league. Yeah, and yeah. And we've yeah. got the danger zone league. Yeah, sixteen teams. But this league. guy applied to like three different leagues, and I'm like, yeah, well, which <laughs> one you want to be in? Yes, I guess. Anyway, I keep going above so, and beyond though. So he's our first one. Yep. And yep. then second guy I'm letting in was a devoted fantasy hipsters podcast listener. Ooh. Always sent us questions for the mailbag. His name is. Gabe Geldsinki. Okay. I believe, I hope I pronounced that right, but he wrote a really good review. He sent it to me on Facebook. Great. So, uh, Gabe, you're in the Hipster League too, buddy. Yeah, buddy. I like that. All right. Let's go, OG League. What you guys got? We're going to let in four people today. Oh, Whoa. man. We got we to gotta speed this thing up. Yeah, All right, dude. Marcus, you, go, you go with your two first. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Luke, uh, who tweeted us, and he actually said, uh, he, he sent us the review. Says I'm an Australian listener going into my third year of listening to the show. I absolutely love it. Um, he also says I'm currently a university student and I am planning on going on exchange to the U.S. next year. Coincidentally, I've narrowed it down to Cal and USC. Yeah, Applications buddy. begin in Let's a few go. months. Help me make this decision for me. Marcus picks me and it's USC, or James picks me and Cal. Here I come, <laughs> Luke. Wow. Bite on forever. <laughs> Welcome to the OG. Go, well, it really <laughs> and USC. <laughs> Just go to this Stanford. Is, this is what it comes down to. Do you want to hang out with good-looking girls? So go to USC. Then you go to USC. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go like to the college? number one public university, not in the state, not in the country, but in the world, then you go to Cal. You want to enjoy good college football? 
go to USC. Does Cal That's not have uh, also uh, accurate? <laughs> <laughs> it's also accurate. Uh, uh, my, Marcus, should I do my <laughs> number two? Do number Sorry. two. Number two is. Crap, I lost. Oh, uh, well. Ah, he, dude, number he goes, two. He goes, by, he goes by carnivore. I'm not even trying, though. I know. That wasn't even, like, it wasn't even <laughs> That wasn't even planned. That wasn't even on purpose. <laughs> that was so it just, good. It just happened. Like, that was so I'm good. glad we're all so mature <laughs> that we're dying at that. But he goes by carnivore 11. This was, uh, and I, I will find the actual tweet, and I, I, we will get to him. But anyway, his, okay. uh, he's been listening since 2011. All right. Whoa. He has lived in five countries on four continents, and oh, he baby. says he has never missed an episode yet. So oh, what? There you go. Carnivore 11. Welcome. Well done. Welcome to the orgy. And we'll track all these people down. If you guys are on Twitter and you're in our league, please at me and let me know, so then I will can DM you guys and we'll get emails and yes, stuff you, like that. You can actually at us now. Please, yes, please, please at us. Please at me. Please all right. do not at me. So for the please other two do submissions, not at me. Yes. Uh, this one came from iTunes, BuckFan104, submitted on August 8th, titled Megadap. Megadap. Uh, goes through saying how much likes all of us. Uh, it's uh, he gives a daily dap for his review as well. He wants to dap all of us. He listens to podcasts every week. It works, and it gives him plenty of entertainment. Helps him get through the day. Besides providing with witty banter to impress his coworkers with the podcast, has also helped him become a fantasy relevant in his leagues. Yeah, went from being a cellar dweller to a back-to-back champion. So boom, figured we might as well give uh, Buck Fan 104 a chance to come play with us now after they followed uh, our advice and uh, became a back-to-back champion. Said I like it. Thanks for the Hunter Henry and Jay Ajayi advice. Not so much for the Kenny Britt advice, Marcus. L- oh, LOL. Anti <laughs> Uh That's all the time they have for today. For myself, until next time. See you later. See you later. <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> so that was that's uh, review number <sighs> one. Buck fan one hundred and four that's coming in. Uh, second review for me that's coming into uh, the OG league is titled "I Want In on a Fan League." Five star review by Raven Bus Driver, August 9th, to twenty seventeen. Interesting. Hello to all of us. Um, the great filibuster himself, Adam Rank. What's yeah. up? His name is Rob. Loves the pod and listens to everyone at least three times. Takes notes on all our podcasts and have since last year. Uh, says Adam and James are hilarious. It makes his day. But this is why he's my favorite part of the review and why he's getting into the OG League. He even makes the kids on his school bus listen to the guy, to us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am a school bus driver. I hope this is enough to get me oh, to a family. It would be my, my dream to play with any of you guys. God. Doesn't care what league it is. So welcome, yes. Rob, the Raven bus driver. And all the kids of your school bus. Oh my lord! <laughs> yeah, the, They're gonna have Rob's a party the on the bus when he gets the news. You know? in town. <laughs> I wonder oh. if they ever heard the story about the popular kid who smoked and drank a lot down by the river. <laughs> <laughs> Lives in a van. Yeah. Um, I will turn this bus around. I will turn this bus <laughs> right around. All right. Uh, all right. We, danger zone. We've got a couple here. Uh, we will let in uh, a fellow by the name of Adrian Cockrosky. Adrian. Wojnowski. Yeah, Wojbomb. You're in Wojbomb. Yeah, Wojbomb. 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 Hey, Woj. <laughs> Welcome to the league. Cochran. Cochran. <clears throat> At the Adrian C. Uh, he is an ardent listener. He's uh, hit us up on Twitter many a time. He's been part of the uh, Facebook live sessions numerous times. Uh, so for the support, like right we now? do appreciate it. Uh, I would say yes, except the the feed died because what the effing? <laughs> something happened with the wireless. I apologize. Anyways, regardless, doesn't matter. Adrian Cochran, we welcome you to. Le- so again, uh, an ardent listener and all the Facebook Live and doing all those things is good, but then he sends a video submission of himself. Oh, singing "Highway to the Danger Zone." Oh no, it's pretty good. Uh, actually, it's really bad, but the fact that he was able to do this and was willing to do this and put himself out there 
Uh, I don't mind it. Should I turn this up? Let's see here. Let's see one. Oh wow! There it is. So there you go. That that was that was the winning entry. You know what? In I don't mind. Well, don't you don't care for, for him. Flannel. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. <laughs> the next guy that I will, uh, that we will let in, is a fellow by the name of Richard Campa. Hey, Richard Campa! Whoa, oh, good. Oh, nice. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I right. like this. I like this review too. No, no, no. What, what's the What's the problem here? He's oh. not getting in. You Buddy, can't. You, you can't you do this. this. Buddy, you put you put it in the rundown to put this guy in. Read it all, and we will discuss. Oh okay. no, no, no! I know <laughs> which you review can't. you're talking about. Can't and do that. His wife's just helping him out. <clears throat> his wife's in. Oh, the wife is in? Mar is in the league. Oh. oh, you can't you can't do that. Why can't we? Yes, we can. It is yes. the danger zone. It's the wife. I the mean, wife she's is in. in. Oh, no. Okay. Mar Campa, you guys, you're in. You guys say that like he's not just going to ghost run the team. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he's going to you know ghost manage the team for her. Marcus. Mar Campa. Marcus. You're in. I enjoy professional wrestling. <laughs> I don't need you sitting next to me going, it's, it's fake. fake. You know it's fake. It's scripted. Adam, you know it's fake, right? They don't really hate each other. You know it's fake, right? Of course we know what's going on. Mar is in the Mar Campa. Is well, this is what happened, all right? So I Mar, love it. Mar, Mar Campa, the wife of Richard Campa, left a review. He left his own, too, he said. But he didn't he did. screenshot it. Yes. And or it was terrible. I don't know. <laughs> but Mar Campa... Left a heartfelt review. I liked it a lot. Uh, she basically says, okay, my husband made me listen to this podcast, and this was her thing. I thought it was going to be this really annoying bro-style football mess, and guess what? It was. It was. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. It was really funny, witty, loved the banter, and I actually learned more about football. I was able to use this information to show off at the various playoff parties, making me look awesome. So, uh, and I uh, listen, and I know you made the joke, and we're we're having a good time with that. Uh -huh. I, I don't think that she gives up the spot that no. we are giving her right now. I agree. He will be upset. Oh, he's gonna be very upset. This is gonna be fun. It's yeah. gonna be great. Sad. Thanksgiving at their household. It's <laughs> super uncomfortable. Amazing. <laughs> Danger zone. So, Mark Campa. Congratulations. Congratulations to, to making the Danger Zone savage. Game. That's, uh, yeah, sorry, Richard. Savage AF. Yes. Sorry, buddy. You're out. Hey, buddy. <coughs> hey, buddy. You're out. Uh, so there you go. That's your Listener League announcements. We're going to be making many more in the episodes to come. We'll close out your show with a round of Daily Daps. Extra, extra, read all about it. This is the Daily Daps and Hook. Give me daps because I'll be scribbling right. Give me dabbing up daps and bow daps all right, daily dab time. We shall start with Adam Rank, the great filibuster himself. I know that we're stretched on time. Yes. And so I want to make, eh, whenever I have a real good one, I just want to make it that one. Yeah. So I'm going to dab Jared Weaver, who is retiring from professional baseball. One of my favorite players growing up. Long live the dirtbag. <laughs> growing yeah. up, huh? That was amazing. <laughs> you had to be like, let that fly. He almost choked again. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> no, I actually, um, it, it's funny because uh, Matt Money Smith, who is the voice of the Chargers, grew up a Bears fan, and he's disavowed the Bears and now roots for the Chargers. 
And I was going to give him a hard time, but it's really interesting how things like this can can happen because as a as a young man, I was working for the Orange County Register, and one of my first gigs was to cover Long Beach State Athletics, which was the rival high rival high school. Rival might as well be they're thirteenth and fourteenth and fifteenth and sixteenth grade, but uh, the rival of Cal State Fullerton. And then you actually end up starting to re- like you see these guys enough, and you're like, oh, I don't want them to. I don't hate him as much as I did when I was in college. Sure. Uh, but Jared was a, a really cool guy. And I remember he was, they were, he, Long Beach was playing host to USC. And I'm trying to think of the USC pitcher. It was either like Seth Etherington. Seth, Seth Etherington, maybe? Somebody who went to the major leagues, who's okay. had a long career. And they were pitching against each other. Moon was the catcher. Moon, I think, led off. He was the catcher and would lead off. He foul tipped the first ball from Weave. And then USC did not put a bat on the ball until the fourth inning. He struck out the first nine dudes, nobody even making contact. Wow. And he was an amazing college pitcher. The Angel, he, he fell in the draft because Boris um, was his agent, or yeah. still is, is probably his, his agent, became a, a member of the Angels, had a nice career, stayed loyal to the team. Oh, my God, yeah, he did. Threw a no-hitter. and uh, unfortunately, He gave the Angels a huge hometown discount. Huge hometown discount. And even last year when he was – like. Every single pitcher, seemingly, on the Angels staff needed Tommy John surgery, except for old-ass Jared Weaver, who is still out there every fifth day running it up there at 79 miles per hour. Yeah, that's right. But unfortunately, the body, it tends to go. And right. for, uh, but for him, for a long career, who's given me a lot of enjoyment over the years, yeah, he both cool, a professional yeah. and as a fan of baseball. There you go. Uh, so, daps to him, and that is it for me. All right, there you go. Alex Gailhart, give me one. Uh, forgot to do this on Monday's episode, but daily daps to Team Liquid for winning uh, the International 7, the Dota 2 competition that Dota I was watching two. over the weekend. They took home, I think, like $14 million in first place. Oh, my wow. It was up in Seattle at the Key Arena. Wow. Like millions, millions of people watched the tournament. The production's good. So daily daps to all the people that put on that tournament, though. Like, it's a huge event. Like, multiple streams, <laughs> casters, like people flying from all over the world. It's really cool to watch it grow. So daily daps to that, and undaps to myself for choosing a 5:20 a.m. departure time tomorrow. <laughs> hey, it just means you have to do it when you're flying to the East Coast. I mean, it screws you a lot. Because yeah, I gotta fly yeah, out do. at like 1:45 in the I afternoon, mean, and it sucks. Yeah. Like, well, I'm in the seven, the next seven. Right. Yeah. I mean, this at least puts me. That's in, what I'm saying. It puts me in town to get like dinner with my parents when yeah. they up at the airport. So that's, that's cool. gonna be great. Huge. I'm gonna go get a go get a delicious Sobelman burger and a spotted cow uh, from Sobelman's in Milwaukee. Oh. Uh, sometime tomorrow afternoon. But yeah, uh, Sobelman's is the bomb. Okay. If you ever go to Milwaukee, their burger is to die for. Okay. It's one of the, one of the best. I like it. There you go. Uh, and I'll probably get some deep fried cheese as well. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you not? Cheese curds, man. I'm back back in the home state. Got to do it. Why would you not? Why would you not? What do you got for me? Magical bear to fantasy, Matt Franchise. I'm going to give a shout-out to the violin player from my favorite band, Dave Matthews Band, who is a native from Charlottesville, Virginia. The band okay. actually formed there. Uh, he's been a very strong voice on Twitter in light of the recent events in Charlottesville. Uh, and I followed him the other day. He followed me back. It looks like he follows everyone who follows him back because he's following 76,000 people. <laughs> but I said, you know what? Whatever. I'm, I'm just going to DM him because he followed me back. And he replied to me and said, much love. Nice. Because I just like was like, you know, a huge fan. Been to like 40 days. Did you tell him you've been to like 136 shows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it and just, just 36? Or have you increased it recently? I lost count. I think it's 37 <laughs> now. Uh, but he DM'd, He took the time to DM me back, and I think that's the kind of guy he is on Twitter. He's very appreciative of all of his fans. And uh, 
That's just shout out to Boyd and the Dave Matthews Band in Charlottesville. All right. Nice. Boom. There you go. MG Mike got Marcus Grant. What do you got? Uh, I want to dab the uh, the guys at uh, Fantasy T-shirts uh, on Twitter at MyFootballT. I saw they put out uh, you know some of their new shirts for the, the season. And some of these designs are really super cool. So, okay. um, I, you know, just – you know, full disclosure, I'm not getting anything out of this or whatever. I just think they're a bunch of cool T-shirts. So if you want to up your fantasy game and, you know, you know, maybe talk a little trash through your T-shirts, go check them out. They're at, uh, like I said, on, on Twitter at MyFootballTee, T-E-E. Um, yeah, it's cool Oh, stuff. I've seen some people with these on Twitter. Yeah, these are some, like, I went through them. There's a lot of really cool designs, a lot of really cool shirts. The Star them. Wars knockoff one. Pretty good. It's cool. Star, it's like Star WR84. Obviously, it's about Antonio Brown. Uh, there's a, a red zone one. It looks sort of like the Red there's Bull logo. There's one. I might have to get this There's one that's a PBR-like type logo, and it well, says PPR instead. I see uh, Pat Thorman has this. Took a picture of himself in this one. It says, I'm drafting RB apostrophe S, yes, but it's shaped it's the like RB's the RB's logo. logo. That one's cool, too. <laughs> so there's that's a, phenomenal. There are a lot of really cool designs. where the name comes from. <clears throat> oh. RB no. is like roast beefs. <laughs> <laughs> No, it is. It's, it's, it's something about, about something roast beefs of Youngstown. I believe it started in Youngstown, Ohio. Oh, okay. And so that's where the walk. Yeah, rank. Get your facts together. Facts. <laughs> RBs. Okay. Like, so there we go. I got you. Like roast you? beefs. I like it. The roast beefs. Is he a roast beef one or is it a, a roast right, beef? Exactly. Is it be a top twenty roast beef? Flex. I'm pretty confident. Flex. <laughs> Flex roast beef. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Let's go. Um, all right, I'm going to give uh, two. One is old, one is new. Pretty Girls Like Trap Music. It's the uh, <coughs> latest offering from 2 Chains. I say latest. He came out with it in June. I just finally got around to listening to it because when you have a three-year-old, you're not allowed to listen to music like this. Um, but I finally uh, sat down and uh, and did watch some of it or listened to the, the entire uh, album. I thoroughly enjoyed it. 2 Chains, Pretty Girls Like Trap Music. <coughs> the new one, though, Rich Chiga. My your boy. boy, your boy, my boy, Brian Emanuel, Rich Chiga, came out with a new that single. His, is that his actual name? Is Brian Emanuel? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you you love real names. So. I do. Right. Uh, Brian Emanuel, <clears throat> aka Rich Chiga, came out with a new single yesterday. Glow like that, and uh, and it's hot. It's lit. I like it. Um, so there you go. Go listen to that if you have not already. Ooh, this is a marathon James, episode. Grow like that? Yeah, James, uh, James like D. Grow? grow? Sign up. Rate, right. review the podcast. We got, a lot, we got a lot more spots to fill, folks. Oh, my goodness. Uh, by the way, Sleeper Spectacular Part 2 coming your way on Monday. We may have a special guest. We'll find out. Whoa. Four. Wait, who would it be? I guess like, that, that, that tease is above me, too. Four. The Magical Bear to Fantasy. Remember, serious. Four. The Whiskey from Wisconsin, Alex Gellar. For Adam Reich, I'm James Coe. We thank you for listening. See ya. See you later. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. 
Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.